This is Season 2, Episode 18, and you're listening to Lover's Interlude. You're listening to The Black Sprout. This week, we have a special guest. What? Can you please introduce yourself to the podcast? Alright, hi guys. So my name's Maya, and I'm very excited to be on this episode this week. It's a long time overdue. Um, she has been asking me to be on the, the this podcast for a while, but I think this time it just aligned so perfectly for us. Um, Don't lie, she was visiting, so she was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll okay, I'll, I'll come on." <laughs> anyway, so the topic itself is also interesting because uh, love is something that is so complex that I think for us, just our life and the way we view love has been different, but uh, it's changed over time. I'm interested to hear what she has to say, and I know she's always interested in what I have to say. Okay, I don't know about that. Anyway, guys, this is my sister. So she's kicking on the mic like if, you know, she's not my sister, my blood. I always like to start my episodes, everybody who listens to them, I like to start my episode trying to pinpoint and explain to people why. Like, why did you want to do this episode? So, no, guys, I am not in a relationship, nor am i have i ever been in a relationship and you might say Zoe, why are you even telling us that because people ask all the time i know it's giving celebrity <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking maya gives me these faces sometimes <laughs> like geez just it, it shakes you anyway i'm reading a book called communion the female search for love um it's by bell hooks um anybody who knows any Thing about feminism and just expansive thought really just the idea of like decolonizing the mind knows that like bell hooks is somebody you need to get on lowercase b and lowercase h okay let, let the, the girly knows so i'm reading this book and i really came across a lot of these ideas of what love is and i feel like we're in Valentine's Day or Valentine's Month, but I mean, I know it's the day, but we're in February where we all are very aware of the fact that like right now, everybody is like hyper aware of like love and being in love, but romantic relationships and sexual like relationships aren't the only types of like loves you can have. And so really, honestly, I asked you to come on this podcast because you're my sister and like, we love each other. She, you, I know you like to pretend. <laughs> Stop. You see how she was? She didn't want to get up and say yes. And I know she, you might want to be like, oh, Zoya, you only have one mic. <laughs> so you got to pass it back and forth. You didn't even look at me. <laughs> I think she looked away when I said I loved her. Anyway, um, I want to start with talking about our love. Okay. We have affection for each other. And um, I think that that love and a sense of community is something that we as a society should be building you know like when you think about love what are the notions and like what are the images that are like automatically like painted for you um i think i think a heart <laughs> no but really <laughs> but really um i think that uh so often like love was like especially since i grew up with disney we both grew up with disney and honestly, like as much as I still love Disney, I actually hate it too. Because why were we brought up with the idea that there's always going to be a happy ending? That love will find us the right moment, the right time. And I think growing up, you realize right time, wrong place, right time, wrong place, right person. 
the stars don't as much as you want to talk about astrology the stars don't always be aligning bro oh, stop. wait but do you really think that there's such thing as a right person right time or sorry right person if they didn't come at the right time like then they weren't the right person don't you think i would beg to differ because uh sometimes you can still a person will come into you i believe any person that comes into your life is there for a reason uh i think i, I heard this before it's like there there there's a season like everybody comes for a reason some people just come for a season um some people will last but some people come for a season to teach you something um some people uh you understand a lot of times i hear in society right now oh um i don't believe in love i don't believe in love i believe that 90 percent of people who say that are lying i believe that we all know what love is it's just a lot of us i actually i believe that everybody has experienced it in some capacity shape or form and i'll explain what i believe love is in a second but i believe that a lot of times um a, a lot of people they receive the opposite of love so if if you know what hot is you know what cold is so if you know what hating is you know what love is so i believe that every everything in life has opposite so if we if we understand all we've understood is struggle and we felt hated then we do know that there's love and we know that we haven't received it i believe love is not a single word that can be described in like a sentence but i believe there's a lot of things that form love so i believe when you feel community uh community with with somebody when you feel a connection with someone and that that's a positive connection where um for me when i feel loved i feel accepted so i feel like the the word love itself isn't universal uh we use it in a universal form but it's very much um a description that even though we may find it in the dictionary it's it's it changes by person and perspective okay so i know this is in my podcast but if i could ask you a question do you believe in love and and what is your definition of love okay i'm miss host i'm joking um I do believe in love. I know, right? Me, ew, I'm joking. It's because you guys don't know me, know me. Like, you guys know me, and it feels like you know me because we be chatting on the mic, you know, bi-weekly. Tune in each Sunday, every other Sunday. But um, I feel like I do believe in love. Like, I truly do. Um, in fact, I got a quote loaded up from the uh, book that I wanted to share about love. I truly do believe in love. I think that also love, same thing, that love, it's hard because love is not one thing. Um, and I think that that's the limitation of like English, that you have um, these words. Uh, like for instance, you have like filial love right and you have like egos and you like have all these like different ones and we in like philosophy when i was in them classes they were like teaching you these different versions of love and yet in our conversations we don't really speak like that like i don't know if i necessarily believe that you should be like i only have a friendly love with you when you like talk to somebody i feel like i'm a passionate person so i love when people speak in extremes and like i speak in extremes so I'm not necessarily saying like, I feel like people should be walking around saying like, I have a friendly love with you, but I feel like there are so many versions of like love out there and like care. And like that, like you said, that sense of like acceptance, like that to me is love. That sense of like 
doing the least amount of harm with the most good intention like for people and even though i don't sit in intention because they say the the road to hell is like paved with intentions i really feel like that sense of like goodwill like adds because you can like move in life and like cause no harm because you're causing no harm but to know that like you intentionally made that action and thought um you you like try to give off that energy that to me is love that's what i believe now miss questiony i'm joking um let me let me i have a quote for you and i kind of want us to discuss it a little bit so it sort of combines what you were saying earlier um hence why i thought it was honestly really fitting but this is what it is so it says knowing we were loved is not enough we have to feel it what are your thoughts uh, I believe that I 100% agree. Sorry. When you said I believe, automatically in my head, I heard Nikki. I believe that life is a prize. <laughs> Let me stop because, you know, we don't have budget like that about copyright. But <laughs> I was like, just to, but to live does not mean you're alive. <laughs> um, with that quote, um, bringing it back. Um, but that quote, I actually 100% agree. Because I think oftentimes we say, um, um, when when someone does something and we're like, okay, uh, that goes a lot with the intent and your actions. You may not intend to have someone feel a certain way, but that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Now, that may not make sense instead of in, in terms of the quote, but what I mean to say is that someone may show you their version of love, but if you don't feel that that is love, then you're not going to associate what they're doing as love. Mm. So I may love on you hard and I may always buy you stuff because I may be like, you know, the the, the love languages. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not uh, um, a material, their their love language is, is gift giving and you're always giving them gifts, gifts, gifts. They may interpret it wrong. They might not be like, oh, they're, they're, they may not think that you're trying to love on them, you know? Whereas if you're more of a quality time and someone's spending time with you, they're fueling the the love that you desire, right? So I think that, um, that yes, the quote about someone may love you, but you may not feel loved mm-hmm. is 100% true mm-hmm. because it depends on perspective and, and how receptive you are to the way they love you. So you and me are both adults. <laughs> Anybody want to check our IDs? <laughs> and so we're allowed to cuss. I know it's crazy. Our, our parents don't like that. But there is a concept within the book that I was reading that I think ties. Well, duh, it's a book about love. But I think like it ties so, so correctly and so effectively. And I feel like when we when I speak and tell you this and like explain, you may, if not have felt this, may understand and have seen this amongst maybe your friends, your peers and whatnot. But just this idea that, um, you know, women through feminism and this idea that we are taught from young to love, right? Like I'm gonna give us a little context. I'm gonna tell you the point, but I'm gonna give us some context. We are told from young that we just seem to have so much more love in us right like women are just kind of seen that way and i mean that's not necessarily true gender is a social construct and these like ideals we place on people are are based on nature and nurture and whatnot like it's a lot more complex than just the genital between your legs 
And, you know, it was speaking about the ways that you are shown love and who and how you're taught love. And often our ideas of love come from heteronormative images of what love is. So mom and dad, happy home, happy life, happy wife, all that stuff. Now, T, uh, we're children of divorcees. <laughs> uh, so we don't know what that's like. Uh, it's funny because I think I told someone the other day that I, I really only like what a year or two ago really realized that like anniversaries are important <laughs> because the only anniversaries I always knew was like Becky on the block, like having her like that was her third boyfriend. Like and no shade. Like, actually, I'm not slut shaming nothing. I'm just saying like if my idea of love right here we are forming our concepts of love and understanding commitment and to me the most committed relationship i was seeing was the kids in my class and their last their relationships lasted a month why do you have to hang your head in shame because uh i used to always say uh probably because i i always thought anniversary you know it's it means one year and oftentimes I'd see on like Snap, Instagram, happy one week anniversary, happy one month. And I'd always question it because as she says, she's single for a reason. I don't know why I'm single. Okay. But uh, I've been single. So I was like, maybe, maybe it's because I haven't been in a relationship. Who am I to judge? Like maybe that's a milestone. But I feel like also through, through like age and time, like our ideas of milestones are so different. Like to see someone last 25 years, like be married for 25 years is astonishing for this generation. But how often did, like when problems arose back in the day, did, did like we have, we have you, you go to like older couples and they're, they're together for 50, 65 years and, and they actually deal with their issues. And I think also when you love someone, what no go actually finish your sentence then i'm gonna rebuttal but i feel like when back then like they actually worked on their issues so i feel like love now is so like oh uh it's so much it's so much rooted in a feeling when i feel like if you love someone there's gonna be days when you don't love them Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to work it's a relationship that's it's love is something that you always have to work on and it's a compromise like to love someone is not easy and to grow to love someone is also to to realize that they're gonna grow and you got the you have to either grow with them or you gotta figure out something or else you're gonna have to let them go okay so i actually kind of i hear you on the like old head type thing but i would like to put this into context realistically women economically and socially have held less power than men so it's actually a thing of survival to stay in your relationships right like women have more power now like the reason women are not forced in feeling like they're trapped in these relationships is because they're not trapped like you were before right like you had to stay in the relationship because you couldn't buy land like you couldn't own a house you know what i mean i I will work through my issue too (laughs) no sorry laugh like that no like i would work through my issue too where am i gonna go I can't open a bank account, you know, like I hear you, but you see what I mean by that though, in terms of like our notions of love, that so much of our ideas of love are rooted in like, I wish I can circle back to this point. I will eventually, but anyway, so much of our like ideas of love and notions are um, circled in like 
to transactions and what we can like give and do for each other. Um, actually, literally perfect example. Um, so the girlies know, you know, I'd be working at a barbershop. I'm a receptionist and I work at a barbershop and I like to dress cute. Okay. I don't know. I like to dress cute. I like to think I have a little bit of style. Um, every now and again, the girlies acquire a fan. <laughs> anyway, I have this one guy who old man is asking me out. No, this man is begging for my hand, right? Like to the point, like it's a little, it's a little embarrassing. And then he was even offering like to pay me. Now, you know, a girl, I would never knock a hustle, <laughs> never knock a hustle, you know, get your coin where you can. It was just, this is my place of employment. I like to keep my business and my business separate. No, I'm joking. I felt uncomfortable, okay? I felt uncomfortable. Um, anyway, this man offered me money. The next time he saw me, uh, he was trying to say that I was a transactional person. That my love was transactional. Instead of remembering that he had asked me out to dinner, and I said no, and then he said he'd pay me to go to dinner. Who's the transactional one? Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's actually get to this point. Okay, guys, we're we're this episode is ticking along, and you know all me and Maya are doing is laughing on the mic when I really want to give you an episode. Come on, Maya, you're gonna make this episode like 40 minutes. Blame her. Okay, don't blame me. Anyway, so what this concept, my next concept is, is talking about adapting the bitch, bitch persona. So. Uh, blink i know not me saying the b word anyway so this is the idea that as women we are taught versions of love and then we have women probably me <laughs> it's me okay, out of the two of us it's me this is literally why i brought you because i feel like you and me often act in different ways and yet understand each other's mindset and like sometimes we think similarly but we act in different ways about like you know execution and so some women reject the idea of like what women and like our gender has, or sorry, our society is set as like expectations for us in love and relationships and whatnot. And so you adapt what is called the bitch persona um, as a reaction to that. You're, you're rejecting just, it was me, it's me. I, it was definitely me because I know I feel like I softened out when I realized that to be a feminist, but I'm not a feminist, okay? You know, I don't ascribe to feminism. Um, I ascribe for, yes, intersectionality and diversity, inclusivity and whatnot. But anyway, whatever. I feel like once those ideals became really strong and purposeful to me in the beginning when it was like, here are all the things society forces to do. I'm rejecting them all um f pink and like all that <laughs> and then circle back and i'm like i really like pink and i just want to be soft and i just want people to like baby me and da -da -da, whatever but i think it's really interesting because you know so much of life feels unique and like isolating at times and then i read books like this and i realize like i'm not unique <laughs> Like, okay, we are, you know, like you're special, we're complex. I hear, I talk about this literally every episode about how complex we as humans are. But then I read like this and people are like, you're adapting the bitch persona because you are rejecting, you know, society's like gender norms that are being forced on you. And, and so what do you have to say about that? You know, what are your experiences with society expecting you to perform 
femininity and like womanhood and like affection and love in a certain way and you're and maybe not yours but like people's reaction the reaction of like being the bitch to counteract that well earlier i had said that i believe that people who say they don't believe in love uh are wrong but the only reason why i say that is i because i used to be that type of person um i think that when it comes to adopting the bitch persona excuse my french um i think that why i i know that was me and somewhat still is me is because i'm still work in progress like art i believe i'm art and i'm always meant to you know just you know i'm still painting (laughs) my my life it's still always moving um i think that because i grew up with a mother who was so independent i believed i had to be independent I love my dad. I always, like, I love my dad. But I grew up without, like, I grew up without him here by my side every day. So so all the decisions were through my mom. You know, so a lot of my vision of how life should be, how life can be, it can just be a female running <laughs> the operation. So for me, uh, to start working in a workforce and see that, oh, not everybody's comfortable with a powerful woman in a powerful position and they feel intimidated and you don't realize that sometimes the way people are reacting to you they may call you they may literally call you stupid i like to think of it it's the idea that like if i don't sit here striving to like make you think that i'm nice you know and like yeah, like you, that, that sense of niceness, right? Because nice people aren't necessarily kind, right? You know how, for instance, you're always like, you know how you can tell a catty girl where you're like, no, no, like she's saying this nicely, but like you can tell? That to me is the idea of like rejecting it, where you taking on the bitch persona is the idea that like, I don't strive to be nice and I don't want you to be perceive, perceive me as such. And yet... It's almost like that living in the extreme. So it's like, if I'm not going to be nice, what is like the furthest thing from being nice that I can be? A bitch, right? And you find liberation in that because as women, we are taught that the best type of woman could be one who's loving and, you know, nice and caters to you and cooks for you and, and performs femininity to the utmost, right? And instead you reject that so then um my question is would the bitch persona just be a way of women protecting themselves because they haven't felt like they had the freedom to do what they wanted for so long because if you think about it like if you're saying that the 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 bitch persona is is an attempt of saying like i can do what i want and i don't have to be all nicey nice but then at the same time when you find someone that you love don't you reject that bitch persona but i think you're still thinking that love is only romantic right because people are taking on these personas in life right like this maybe not necessarily okay yeah with your like intimate friend but like the idea that i don't have to do this for you because as a woman i am expected to do this 
if we as a society built so many more connections, relationships, resources, and communities on love and community, then like we would prosper. Like we would like be better for ourselves. And so I think the idea that saying that all it takes is like, this man is like going to come in and like change you, like make you not the bitch. Like that's the problem. That's why so many women are adapting this because it's like, that's almost like the Cinderella thing. Like there was souping in to save you a man. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. But like, you know what I mean? Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. It's giving Abbott elementary. Anyway. Um, like, I just feel like that's, that's where, the book is what the book is rejecting that it's not like some symptom right being the bitch isn't the symptom of the patriarchy and like the cure isn't going to be finding a good man because maybe you're gay (laughs) and like you don't want a man you know what i mean the whole book talks about love and just this idea that you know through uh the rebellion and like you know this fight against these sexist uh devaluations as they would say but just like the sexist like ideals is this still the search for love and so bell hook says this it helped me to put the search for love in proper perspective we're talking about like women's liberation it helped me to see that women within the patriarchy could not depend on the love of a good man to affirm our quest for selfhood i feel like we have to talk about this this is basically saying that we she was looking for love and i feel like this really connected to me because i feel like i feel like that where like i am open to love right like i feel like people think i'm not because i'm never in a relationship but i am open to love i just feel like if we are looking for identity and self-fulfillment and like satisfaction contentment even i don't know with ourselves and that that is being found through a relationship like i'm not saying it's easy not also being in a relationship but i feel like being single is hard being in a relationship is hard like everything life is hard but it's more about like how are you gonna like spend your hard what hard would you rather choose i just see so many people sometimes in relationships and they're just not happy or they don't communicate and i'm just like i would like to learn and grow myself okay like hence the name black sprout like i am literally a little baby I'm just a sprout. I'm just figuring out life. Every moment that I'm like, maybe I should be in a relationship, then I see one. And I go like, no, (laughs) I don't want to be there. But what do you think about that? Finding yourself in the patriarchy. Why do you think there's such a struggle with that? I guess uh, when it comes to finding ourselves, I think that something that a lot of us aren't aware of is how how much society influences us um social media like right now i'm on the wave where i've cut out social media and i'm living my best life (laughs) i think uh so let me be honest i scratched out tiktok and sorry i scratched out uh snapchat and instagram but a girl got a little bored so she downloaded tiktok but i think that we see so much of people's lives and we're like oh like you just even said you see relationships you see this that and the other you see people traveling you see everything that you don't have and you want it Mm -hmm. and i think that adds to us not accepting that we don't have it Mm -hmm. but being okay with it 
Um, I think it comes back to like when when we used to eat at our table. We used to be like, okay, like yeah, we're still kind of hungry, but we're satisfied. So yes, you may want more. I, I listen, guys. If there's any single guys out there, six figures. Um, you know, I will settle for it. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is not a dating show, and I am not pimping nobody out on my my page. Okay. Anyway, but I think it's in all honesty i think that it's just our reality isn't always as picturesque as we want it to be we see other people doing as they would as you believe better but how you don't know and so i think our self-worth is a lot of times based on our assumption that someone else's life is better than ours but if we become satisfied i feel like when you're when you're when you have a good self-esteem and when you love yourself, you realize that, okay, I may not have everything, but I'm satisfied with what I have. Mm -hmm. And anything that I don't have, I can make steps to attain it. Because I, I honestly believe that a lot of things, you, you, can, you can make do with what you have, and you can always achieve more. Where would you say you are in your journey of self-love? Guys, I'm not that far. <laughs> I am not that far. Uh, actually... Um, to be fair, I'm actually further than I was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, about two years ago. So I'm in my twenties now. Uh, but when I was 16, it was when I actually hated myself. And then from then it was like on ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And that the words that you say. I, the, I had to realize that everything I thought was valid. Mm -hmm. Everything that I f say is also valid. But it doesn't mean that what I say is not wrong. At times. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, your feelings are valid. But if someone doesn't intend um, that reaction, then in some ways you are wrong. Mm -hmm. So I may look in the mirror and I may say, oh my gosh, like I think I'm... I don't think this anymore. <laughs> Cause I think I'm drop dead gorgeous, but you may look in the mirror and say like, Oh, I'm ugly. And someone else, how many times can someone else tell you like, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And that compliment itself can fuel a soul. So I, I one thing I'm going to tell you guys is if to whoever's listening, try not to spread anything negative to someone. Cause you don't know how it's going to affect them. Someone could be having a bad day and that's the last thing that takes them off, you know? But for me, when I felt like I was so, ghastly looking for someone to just be like oh my gosh like you look nice oh like this that and the other like compliments i'm not good at receiving them but they actually like they do fuel my soul so um my journey of self-love it's forever forever continuing uh i've had a lot of good friends in my life that have helped me realize that like i needed to work on myself because i'm very much a giver so i will give i'm always giving but what did i give back to myself um, all that positivity I gave to them, to other people, I wasn't sending no positivity my way. So I had to build myself up because if you think of it like a, a energy um, and like a battery, think of your phone battery. Uh, how much? How long you use it till you refill it? I was just using it, and at the end of the day, I I was dead. <laughs> like I was dead. It's exhausting. So you gotta learn to love yourself because um, before you. I don't think you have to fully be, be
be a hundred percent self-loved by yourself to be in a relationship but how are you gonna always expect you're gonna say you're gonna contradict yourself a lot because you're gonna tell someone that this is how they should feel why are you feeling this way and you feel the same way you gotta love yourself so that you can show others why it's important to love yourself and that love is it's not just like love is not always enough for for you to show someone else like you have to love yourself and then um another thing i'm sorry for taking so long guys but another thing that i learned was that um when if you're looking for a relationship type love and i say relationship doesn't mean romantic i think any friendship is a relationship so if you're looking for a relationship with someone i never think they should ever complete you i think that you should be a whole and they should be a whole and you come together and it's it's a union so i don't ever think that love should be like two halves of a whole i think that you you both are full and you continue to grow together so it's like two separate seeds that work together not once one side getting water too much the other side not i just think that you can't expect that oh um i need this person in order to feel loved because i feel like that's another reason you brought up that a lot of people felt trapped Mm. but i think another reason is because that's all they knew love for what they knew it but they didn't love themselves first they let that person come in their lives show them what love was that became their perception of love and you see a lot of people when they break up they're devastated because some of some of them never knew love as loving themselves first so i always say that it's important to love yourself i like that you brought it up it's important to love yourself before you get in a relationship with someone else because they aren't everything you're something too wow we talked about a lot today um is there any like last things you want to share on the podcast your thoughts feelings about love well thank you for giving me the mic again <laughs> i just think that uh one thing i would love to leave anybody no matter how old they are how young they are is that it's okay not to understand what love is because i think love is love is like school you gotta learn about it you gotta you gotta explore it you gotta you gotta figure it out it's trial and error figuring out what you respond to what you don't like and love is very much about communication it's hard for people to understand how to love you if you don't tell them and i think a lot of times we i i struggle with this to this day i be thinking that since someone's known me so long they should know that i'm I feel this way about that or they should know like oh they know how many times do you do you hear people say oh they know they knew what they were doing they know and if you're anything like me sometimes I don't know sometimes you have to spell it out like I've had people like me and I don't know until they tell me and they're giving everybody else knows and I'm like where were the signs like <laughs> am I blind but you got to understand that love is so closely related to communication outside of loving yourself you actually actually even when you love yourself you got to communicate with yourself you got to figure out how it is you deal with um situations because if you don't talk to yourself um and you don't learn yourself you won't understand what type of love you need so when you're looking for love you're gonna look for the wrong type of love because you don't know what you need 
and you may not know yourself how many times people say oh oh describe yourself to me and you're like oh my gosh like that's such a hard question for me to ask like answer because i don't know who i am i don't know what my purpose is in life but just take it day by day and figure figure yourself out like figure out small things about yourself because you're you're like a little repertoire you're like you're fit you're you have little things that you're gonna learn and you're gonna build your repertoire okay i like this i don't like this but one thing about love is love is a communication tool that if you don't communicate properly we aren't gonna understand how to love you and you're gonna be very frustrated so learn to love yourself first and when you get in a relationship remember that it's not two parts of a whole it's two people coming together to work and grow and just know another thing that if you are looking in relationships it may not work out but try and always learn something from anyone who comes in your life the haters and the people who come just for a season it, it listen be okay with letting people go i'm sorry like i hate this because i love like I love I attach myself to people at times which can be really bad because when they leave you're like oh my gosh like they're gone that's why I'm very selective with who I love all I know is that love is an experience that I hope everybody experiences but love can be frustrating so what's the name of this title love, lovers interlude <laughs> So to end lovers interlude, I would say love takes time and love is a learning process. Like love's forever growing. You read books about love and and how the evolution of love. So love's forever growing. There's there's the f feminist viewpoint of love. I don't I listen. I don't I don't I don't call myself a feminist. I believe that women should have rights, but <laughs> but I just know that like I'm not extreme in anything. So oh, is someone extreme? I didn't say oh, that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I just think that there's so many viewpoints that you just gotta find what love works for you. Anyway, thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. I really appreciate it. I mean, I know you're my sister, but you don't listen to me. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I hope you had a good time. Did you? Um, I believe that if this was my podcast, um, I would have talked about a lot more. Um, I was capped today. But um, seeing as I actually think love is like such a big topic that like I would most definitely come again maybe i would do a little more research than just sit here and get thrown words that I, I actually some some of which i didn't understand at the time but i actually learned a lot i did and i if you know me i have a lot on my mind so i'll forever be willing to talk um words just be flowing like i feel like see i'm an mc secretly um but <laughs> but i actually really enjoyed this podcast my sister has a lot of podcasts and if you guys <laughs> listen listen podcast episodes uh tomato tomato potato potato all i know is that uh it was a pleasure to be on this week's episode 
I can't wait to listen to it myself. Um, but I'm gonna leave my Instagram and <laughs> you know maybe I'll start my own podcast soon because you know. Um, but I, I honestly, you may see me a few more times because. Listen, give me the mic and the mic doesn't want to leave. Okay. So have a great weekend. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for this episode, y'all. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to follow us on our socials. That's Black Sprout on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure to follow the newsletter by clicking the link in our bio. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye. This podcast was produced by Zoya Davis.